Sounders, keep your shades anchored and where they belong during life's greatest feats. Head to soundergoods.com and use promo code KTTC to get 10% off and free shipping with any order. You're listening to the Keef to the City podcast. Here's Neil Keith. All right, the NHL regular season is over. The Rangers regular season is over. And after winning the President's Trophy and becoming the number one seed in the Eastern Conference for the second time in four years, they'll face the Pittsburgh Penguins in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, which begin on Wednesday. The Rangers begin on Thursday night in Madison Square Garden for Game 1. And joining me today to talk Rangers hockey with the playoffs upon us is Brian Monzo of WFAN, um, part of Mike San Francesco on the fan on WFAN and also on Fox Sports 1. Monzo, how's it going today? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I just managed to parallel park into a spot that, you know, you could barely fit a uh, a person in, but I got my car in while you were doing that. <laughs> well, I'm doing well. So and, uh, I'm always doing well when the playoffs start, and, you know, baseball's underway, the playoffs are starting, it's finally getting nice weather, so um, you can't get a much better time of the year, and for you... Uh, you know, horse racing's in full swing. You got the Derby coming up in a few weeks, so I can't imagine it gets much better than this for you. No, it all it all kicked off with uh, WrestleMania two weeks ago, and and we got the Derby here, and we got the, the baseball season started, and uh, the hockey playoffs right right here. So, uh, yeah, the the NCAA if you cared about that. So, look, this is the best time of the year. I always, you know, people always debate in September, October when. The baseball playoffs are starting, and you got football underway, and hockey's coming back. Um, but at the same time, the weather starts to get bad. So, are you a you know are you an April guy? or Are you the October guy? Uh, I like uh, I like April because I don't like I don't like it when it's like too hot, but I don't like it too cold. So, like traditionally, the weather's pretty good. And there's nothing like uh, those first few weeks of you know opening day and the celebration of baseball and your fantasy baseball draft. And uh, the playoffs in the NHL are much more uh, relevant than the first two weeks. And I know football is obviously king here but uh, and everywhere. But, uh, no, right now this is the best time of year for me. Well, the Rangers uh, lock up the President's Trophy first overall. Um, the first time they've done that since they won the Cup last time in 93-94. So it's been a while. Uh, does... The fact that they won the President's Trophy, you know, bother you? I know people are worried that the President's Trophy winner doesn't usually end up winning the Cup, but, I mean, who wants to settle for anything but first in the regular season? It doesn't bother me because I don't think they were trying to win it. You know, I don't think it was, uh, you know, the goal for them is to win the Stanley Cup. And, you know, I think the President's Trophy and getting home ice, the whole, you know, throughout the playoffs was just a bonus. I don't think you know, I, I think if you look at their list of goals, it, 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 it probably wasn't in the first three. It was just something that as the season went along and they kept winning games, uh, just kind of happened organically. And uh, it's it's a nice little bonus to have, um, but certainly I don't think it was a goal. Yeah, and uh, you know people are worried about that being first overall, touching the president's trophy, looking at the list of teams that have uh, you know have won it that didn't do well in the Stanley Cup final or, or even even make it there. And uh, to me, you know, you look at the goals of the season. The first one should be um, to try to lock up home ice. The second one should be to try to lock up the division. And then if you can, you know, you win the president's trophy. And the Rangers met all those goals. And coming off a season where they sort of made an unexpected run to the Stanley Cup final, um, over came the deficit 
deficit to the Penguins. We're able to beat the Canadians. Uh, I just felt like anything this season, I, I, I never felt like they'd be able to live up to those expectations again. And, you know, early on in the season when they were banged up and they had some devastating injuries and they were 500 for a while before they sort of went on that, you know, huge run after the first week of December. Um, I didn't think we'd be sitting here with them first overall in the entire league, you know, as the one seed in the East and the one seed overall in the NHL. Uh, you know, are you surprised with the way this season played out coming off a long season last year where they played 82 games and then 20-something more playoff games? Well, I think it's a little more surprising because uh, the, the start they had with the injuries, and plus it was a, it's a pretty different team from last year. Uh, you know, no Brad Richards, uh, two key players with uh, Boyle and Strawman going to Tampa, you know, bringing in Dan Boyle and he gets hurt right away. Um, you know, you got these rookies, Hayes and Duclair, earlier in the year. You, you don't know what you're going to get from them. Obviously, Duclair ended up getting traded. But uh, it was a different team. And uh, you had Rick Nash coming off a goalless uh, Stanley Cup, you know, playoff where he didn't score a ton of goals. So there was some skepticism there about him. And he ended up having this MVP type season. Um, so I was more surprised the success they had in the regular season just based on the fact that they had the gel of pretty different team together. Obviously, the, the nucleus with Lundquist and Nash uh, and Stahl and Girardi, I mean, McDonough, obviously, it was all there. You know, when he got to fill in some new pieces, you know, the Tanner Glass, the immortal Tanner Glasses of the world and Kevin Hayes, uh, you know, all these guys had to come in and uh, be integral parts of the team. Obviously, I'm joking about Glass, but um, <laughs> that, you know, all, all those things kind of made it, you know, kind of... Uh, it didn't seem likely that they would have the same kind of regular season success. Obviously, if you get to the playoffs, you know, whether you're the one seed or the eighth seed, if you have the goaltending, and obviously the Rangers do, you know, they can make another run to the cup. But I think the regular season success was certainly a surprise. Well, when you look at the team and the, the numbers they put up and Rick Nash finally having uh, his – Rick Nash type season, uh, 42 goals and then 27 assists. So the old Rick Nash, you know, double, you know, double output for the goals uh, over assists. And then Broussard steps up, 41 assists. Um, you get 20 goal season for the first time from Kreider. The amazing play from Talbot when Lundqvist was out. Um, and, and then, like you mentioned, the new guys coming over between Yandel and Shepard. Um, guys like Stepniak, John Moore leaving. Uh, what do you, you know, make of the the uh, you know what you've seen of Yandel so far? I know that there was a lot made that the Rangers, you know, won the trade deadline because they got the biggest name. Um, and while he did struggle at first, he seems to have fit in better coming over for, for to play for another team for the first time in his career out of Arizona, out of a bad situation. Um, you know, I was a little down on his on his play through probably the first seven, eight games, but I think of late he's been the guy that the Rangers hoped they'd get when they traded for him. Well, whenever a trade happens, you know, for the most part, you know, if you look at the stats, uh, you know, I'll guarantee you 75% of the time, there's an adjustment period, you know, for any player for the most part. I mean, sometimes guys come right in or are just ridiculous right out of the gate, you know, but for someone like him who's kind of a niche player in which he's, you know, offensively gifted, uh, although, you know, a lot of people were, were very critical of his defense, and I thought his defense was a lot better than uh, I anticipated. I understand he had some horror, horrific giveaways, but I mean, as far as taking the body and stick checking, he's a lot better. Uh, than I, I think was advertised. But I, th I think, you know, obviously as of late, the power play struggled, but I think they've had a lot of opportunities, a lot because of him. You know, if you look at that game against Columbus, he helped set up uh, the game tying goal uh, for Stepan uh, with one of the initial passes. Uh, he's, he's, look, he's a quality player. Um, is, he, is he a number one defenseman overall just based on his total game? Uh, I don't think so, but it was definitely a premier second-line 
uh, second pairing defenseman. Obviously, his uh, offensive abilities uh, overmatched defensive capabilities. But look, he's had you know he had over 50 points again. You know, 40 plus assists. I think everyone would like to see him shoot a lot more because, as you noticed, uh, a couple of the later games he, he teed up on some slap shots and blew the puck by the goalie. Uh, hitting the post one of the time, missing that the other time. Actually, a uh, save, uh, I think, by Cody Schneider. Um, but no, he's been he's been good, and uh, I had no problem with that trade as we talked about. Uh, Shepard's been fine. Uh, I like uh, I like to see him take a few more defensive zone faceoffs and see if that's something they can utilize him with. Uh, he's obviously uh, scored more goals with the Rangers than Tanner Glass did. Uh, his two to Tanner Glass is lucky one. <laughs> um, no, so I, I okay. I think the moves have been solid, and I think the biggest move they made. Uh, you know, for, I don't want to forget Yandel, but Yandel aside was uh, signing Kevin Hayes and giving him a pretty prominent role, especially the second half of the year. Well, throughout the last couple of months, I did these uh, sort of scared of the Rangers playing them in the playoffs power rankings, and they changed over the last few weeks. And uh, uh, at, at first, I really wanted to play Washington just because of the recent success over them and what I'd seen of the Rangers Capitals. Uh, you know, I just felt like they'd be probably the easiest first round matchup. That's when I started it. Then it sort of became, you know, more of you want to play Detroit, do you want to play Pittsburgh? And the last time I did it was on Thursday, and I said the number one team they should want to play is Pittsburgh. And granted, you never want to play a team that features the best player in the world and, uh, you know, at times either the second or third best player in the world on the same team. But with the way the Penguins have been playing over the last couple months, you know, early on in the season when they were sort of running away with the Metropolitan Division and then crumbled down the stretch getting in the playoffs on the last day of the season, I can't think of a better scenario for the Rangers right now to face the Penguins in the first round. Well, it's never a cakewalk in the playoffs, no matter who you play. Um, especially if you're the Rangers, and history shows that you know, they don't sweep teams. So, you know, no matter who they played in the first round, uh, you know there's going to be some frustrating moments. And I, I expect that coming up here. Um, the good thing is the Rangers have the defensive ability to, as they've shown, and I'm assuming that it's going to be given to Mark Stoll again, uh, to shut down Sidney Crosby, really put the body to him, and then you can have the other defensemen uh, pairings, uh, you know, especially the McDonough's of the world and Girardi's, you know, taking care of Malkin, who I think is physically more dominating uh, than Crosby because Crosby, if he gets you know hit and banged up a little bit, he's not as effective. I think Malkin is the kind of player that kind of thrives on that because he can be a physical player. The Rangers Penguins series last year when the Rangers trailed three one and then came back to win and they couldn't score a goal for the, you know after game one really for the next three games um, and then Lundqvist carried them on their way to the Eastern Conference Finals. But is there anything you take away from you know looking back at that series now and Pittsburgh obviously was a much better uh, team overall then and they were coming off you know a, another strong finish in the regular season before blowing that lead to the Rangers and everything's sort of gone downhill since then after they got you know the GM and coach fired and then the turmoil they've been in this season. You know, when you look back on that series and what the Rangers took to win games, uh, you know, six or five, six, and seven, is there anything you look back and think that could sort of uh, duplicate and carry over to this postseason? Well, the Rangers did a tremendous job of shutting down Sidney Crosby in that series. I mean, he was basically rendered useless. Um, so I, I think that's a big part of the Rangers' success uh, going into this series. Is they're going to have to pretty much do the same exact thing. Um, they have no James Neal to worry about because he was traded. One of us had a good year. You know, they'll have to worry about him. Um, obviously, Chris Letang's out with the concussion. So uh, that benefits the Rangers and hurts the Penguins. Uh, I, I agree with you that the matchup's good, but I'm still not going to sit here 100% confident the Rangers are going to blow through the Penguins like tonight or the next. The Penguins are going to play hard. 
And uh, even if they, uh, you know, aren't as good, they may win a game or two by accident just based on talent level. Um, so uh, I think the Rangers will win this series, I'd say, in six games because uh, nothing's ever easy. But uh, I think just on, uh, you know, the Rangers thrive and, and you know, how, how they can, you know, the home ice and everything. And, you know, I just, hope here's my, I just hope the Rangers don't overlook the Penguins, you know, because, the, you know, I, they are the Penguins still, and I know they were the eighth seed. You know, but they still are a very good team. I know the Rangers don't think they can play at half speed and beat this team because they won't. I think, you know, MLB is obviously the biggest crapshoot when it comes to the playoffs, but the NHL has to be next, and I think that's what worries me the most is when you look at last season, I mean, the Rangers make a run to the Cup Final. They weren't expected to even get out of the second round, let alone get all the way there. And when you look at what the Kings did last year, you know, coming from behind on 3-0, winning the Game 7s, what they did a few years ago as the 8th seed, and it's just, you know, it, it wouldn't surprise me if any team from the East were to reach the Final, and I think that's the scariest part is that in the NHL, what you do in the regular season really means nothing. Thing because home ice isn't what it used to be. Having games one and two in the first round at home doesn't matter because if the Rangers lose games one or two, then none of it matters anymore. And uh, I just feel like while I'm not that confident because you know you'd have to get so many lucky bounces in the playoffs to reach the final or win it all. You have to win so many overtime games and have things go your way. It's just it's just insane to win a championship in hockey with the four rounds and best of sevens. And to get through the Penguins team, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy to get through any round. But um, like I said, I feel the most confident going against them than any of the other teams. But when you were entering the playoffs, looking ahead and trying to you know figure out who to root for down the stretch here, who were you hoping they saw in the first round? Uh, I, I was I was on the record as saying the Penguins just because I want to play Mark Andre Fleury in the playoffs as much as possible, um, and that's not like a, a real knock on him because he's not like a, we I rip on him a lot and a lot of people do, you know. But he still makes a lot of big saves and, and he is obviously a Stanley Cup winning goaltender, you know. But I think history history shows that in the playoffs he has struggled and the whole team has struggled. The Penguins have you know been favored many times to go deep in the playoffs and have not. Um, so I think this, and the Rangers see them a lot. You know, they saw him in the playoffs last year. And uh, obviously the injuries, as you mentioned. So that that is who I was hoping for. Um, you know, and the other, and going back to something you mentioned earlier, uh, the range, yeah, going into this season uh, and going, you know, once the Rangers clinched the President's Trophy and they've determined, you know, they've been uh, analyzed and picked as by many play, uh, uh, analysts and whatever to be the best team and are probably the favorite to win the Cup. You know, that's a lot of pressure. You know, so a lot of Ranger fans that I know of are pretty much thinking Stanley Cup or bust. And that's, you know, that's a, that's a tough mentality to have in this league, you know, because Rangers can fall into one little funk here, you know, lose two games in a row, and all of a sudden you're, you're pulling your hair out of your head. You know, so uh, it doesn't matter to me if you're the one seed or the eighth seed or how good your regular season was. Once you're in the playoffs, you have to take your game to a different level, and whether you're favored or not, you got to go out there and, you know, leave it all on the table and just hope that, you know, you get the lucky bounces because the Rangers could be the better team in every game, you know, but a couple pucks can go off, you know, hit the hit the wall wrong or can hit the post or something like that, you know, can lose the puck luck battle. You can lose a game or even a series because of that. So, uh, you know, that's just the one thing is that, it, like you said, it's, it's so hard to win a Stanley Cup, and you really have to admire what the Blackhawks have done winning, you know, multiple Stanley Cups the last couple of years and just seeing how difficult it is to win one. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, whether in any sport, winning it is just insane. And to think back to the Rangers, all the things that had to go their way uh, throughout the playoffs last year, um, you know, with the number one thing being staying healthy. And they've done that for the most part here. Uh, obviously, losing Lundqvist for an extended period of time didn't hurt them because how well Talbot played. Um, you know, things could have obviously gone differently there, and maybe they are the eighth seed or the seventh seed, or, you know, maybe not even in the playoffs if Talbot doesn't play the way he did. So I think the, the, the best thing going for the Rangers is that they've stayed healthy, and uh, that has to be the biggest key for them and you know they sat a few guys over over the last couple games after they locked up the president's trophy but um you know that doesn't matter I I I hate when people say oh you want to be playing you know full tilt going in the playoffs I mean it's hockey you want to be well rested more than anything and now they get a few extra days of rest here before uh Thursday's game one but to go back and and look at what Talbot did in in in, uh Lundqvist's absence um and just to hear people say you know he should be the starting goalie over to Lundqvist and things like that and it reminds me of when Nat Castle filled in for Tom Brady in 2008 and after the season people thought they should trade Tom Brady and let Matt Castle be the starter and uh, I just hope that things get off to a good start in this series because I I don't want to have to listen to people say that Cam Talbot should be starting in the playoffs. Well, it's a good problem to have to have two really good goalies. Um, But no, I mean, Longquist is on a different level. He's won so many game sevens. Uh, He's single-handedly, you know, you know, and let's be honest, I mean, the Rangers don't get to the Stanley Cup final without Longquist last year. Um, you know, the Rangers wouldn't have, I mean, if you look back at that series, um, even though the Rangers lost four to one, the series seemed a lot closer than it was. And that's because of Lundqvist because he kept them in those games. You know, I know they blew a couple of two goal leads, but I don't think you pointed to Lundqvist for those. You pointed some bad officiating, you know, a couple of bad bounces. You know, the Rangers get to overtime a couple of games. Those, those overtime games can end a lot earlier if Lundqvist isn't in there. You know, and God forbid anybody could bury the puck in on uh, quick. You remember Kreider had a breakaway. Rick Nash had an open yep. net. Uh, devastating. Um, Dan Girardi you know, scored so, on his own goal. Yeah, it's just another, another classic moment. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, I mean, look, Lundqvist is the goalie. You know, the only way you're going to see Cam Talbot in the playoffs is if, God forbid, Lundqvist gets hurt, and we'll pray to, you know, the hockey gods that that's not happening. Uh, but I have no problem with resting guys like Nash, especially Stahl, who plays a lot of minutes, you know, blocks a lot of shots. You know, those, those block shots, the, the players play them off, but that's kind of hurt. You know, and to get to let those bruises heal a little bit for the playoffs and have a couple of good practices going into these uh, two or three days off here, I think is a good sign for, for the Rangers. Well, you mentioned uh, how this season is now Stanley Cup or bust, and because of the way they went to the final and lost, the only thing to do now is to get back to the final and win, which is uh, you know kind of uh, ridiculous expectations for any team in the league, no matter what season you're coming off of. But that's that's where it's at because they've done everything they could. They you know they won the President's Trophy, they went to the final last year and lost. The only thing left for them now to do is to get back there and win. Um, and maybe that's unrealistic expectations for anyone. But I feel like if they don't do that now, people People will look back on this season as sort of a letdown and a disappointment after what went on in the regular season. Oh, I agree with you. I don't think maybe that's not necessarily fair, um, but that's the uh, that's the way the Rangers have, uh, you know, the way they played. They kind of they kind of deserve those expectations um, because they did it last year with maybe not as good of a team, and they have a better team this year. They have a better regular season. Uh, they're winning games where they don't even play that well. I mean, that's always a good sign to me is when you play a relatively bad game and still win uh, against a good team. You know, like that Blue Jackets game uh, in which Blue Jackets were winning, won like nine straight. The Rangers didn't play that great. Ended up coming back and winning the game in overtime. 
you know, the Islander game, the 6-5 game, which the Rangers trailed early, uh, you know, they didn't play all that well, and they kind of got into a shootout, and they ended up coming back and winning that game, trailing two goals in the third. Um, you know, even a couple of these double games, especially the second one, where I thought the Devils played a little dirty, but, you know, they played a more physical game. The Rangers came back and win that game. You know, there's just a, a lot of, the Minnesota Wild game, another one. There's just a lot of games where the Rangers didn't play great and won. And that, to me, is a good sign of the team. Now, what you got to hope is that the Rangers can find and consistently play that complete A-level game, because that's what it takes to win the Stanley Cup. And the only game I could think of recently where that happened for a full 60 minutes was the game against the Predators uh, right after they traded for Yandel, where they just dominated the Predators, one of the best teams in the West. You know, if they play that game 75% of the time in the playoffs, you know, there's no reason they shouldn't win the Stanley Cup. When you think about uh, the fact that the Rangers at their best are better than any other team at their best, and uh, to think about where they've come over the last couple of years, you know, losing that that terrible series to the Bruins in five games, um, returning only to you know go on this sort of magical Stanley Cup run, and when you look at what happened last year, last year because they were down three one to the Penguins and everyone thought they'd be out, you said that there's a better chance you know you going on a date with Kate Upton than the Rangers coming back, and l- last spring you know April May June that was fun whereas this season it sort of has Yankees like expectations where you enter the postseason and you're expected to win and it's more business it's not as fun for maybe the fans I mean playoff hockey is always fun but it just feels like there's business to be done and, and it's not the sort of you know laid back experience you would have gotten a year ago absolutely I mean this is uh this is <laughs> it's a fun but it's a stressful time um for the fans I mean maybe it's not as stressful for the players because they're playing and they're having fun doing so, um, and they know the expectations. But, you know, the Ranger fan feels the same uh, expectation that the uh, the players do because they have to kind of, you know, it's kind of a sick thing about being a sports fan is you almost become part of the team, and you have to explain yourself after a loss, which is amazing in itself. So if the Rangers don't win the Stanley Cup this year or don't even get to the Stanley Cup final, you know, people are going to look at Ranger fans and say, well, what happened? And you're going to have to explain it. And I'm not going to know the answer, and you won't know the answer. You know, so it's, uh, it's, a, it's a fun time, but, man, it's, it's, uh, it's a stressful time, and we got to enjoy the ride of the regular season because that's all it was was a ride, and they need to come out and have a, a tremendous playoff. Well, when we, uh, you know, I've talked about this in the past with the Bruins and how um, a couple years ago they, they reached the Stanley Cup final again. They lose to the Blackhawks in devastating fashion. They come back last year and are the best team in the league. Uh, you know, they just are crushing everyone, going in the playoffs on a high. They're the team to beat in the East, maybe the team to beat in the entire league, and they blow a 3-2 series lead in the second round of the Canadians. And then you look at what happened this year to them. Now they're not even in the playoffs. Uh, their GM and coach both could be fired. And it just goes to show how quickly, you know, win windows close, uh, the windows of opportunity close in the NHL now with the salary cap being what it is and parity being the way it is and not being able to, you know, retain all your players season to season. Um, and it just goes to show that, you know, this Rangers window of opportunity after what happened last year and maybe the next, you know, probably two to three years, it seems like that's their best chance to get it done. And if they don't, um, you know, who knows where they'll, where they'll be in like 2018. Yeah, and it just, you know, it just goes to show how impressive what the Red Wings have done is making the playoffs 24 straight years. Um, no, I agree with you, man. This is the the Lundquist, uh the window. It's not closing, and it's probably not even halfway closed at this point. So I think you still got, you know, four to five good years at a Lundqvist at this elite level. Um, 
Well, yeah, I mean, it, the time is now for them. I mean, this, this team has been on that cusp for a while. Um, you know, they've had different regimes, you know, taking that. You know, they had the, the Drury-Gomez fiasco that had a couple of playoff runs. Then you had uh, earlier on, you had the Yager run. They had they won a couple of playoff series. You know, and now you're, you had the Brett Richards team that got you to the conference final. And, you know, now you got the, the Nash, Lundquist, McDonough, you know, San Luis Kreider team that has gotten now to the Stanley Cup final twice. I mean, not Stanley Cup final twice. Has gotten to the Stanley Cup once and now looking to get there again. And this might be, this has to be the team that has to do it because I don't know how much better they can get. Well, when you look at the Penguins situation here and uh, the fact that they haven't won now since 2008-2009, they Sidney Crosby's 10th year in the league. They've only won once in that time. Um, and maybe they haven't always had the best defense, and certainly Fleury hasn't been the best goalie. But this probably isn't going to be the Penguins season once again in the playoffs, and hopefully it's not because if it is, that means the Rangers are eliminated early. But um, when you look back on this Penguins sort of error, if they don't get it together and win the Cup again in the next couple of years, I can't help but think that this has been a giant disappointment to have Crosby through his 18 to 28 season, to have Malkin, um, to make all the trades they have over the years and had all the key players they had. Um, I'd have to say that this is, you know, it's been a pretty disappointing era for Penguins hockey, even though they have won the Stanley Cup and had made it twice to the final. Absolutely. When you have a team like that with, you know, the, the, the guy who is Sidney Crosby, who has, is obviously it's a different era uh, and scoring is a lot different, but. You know, it was basically the Gretzky of this era. Um, only win one Stanley Cup. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's, I know he's won a couple of Olympic gold medals, but, you know, that really doesn't count in the, obviously it doesn't count in the NHL. So, uh, yeah, I think for the Penguins, if they, if they don't win, you know, at least one more with Sydney, uh, they consider it uh, a very disappointing era uh, for Penguins hockey because, you know, it's just they, they carried the torch for so long and, you know, obviously they had Mario and then Yager and now Sydney and you know they they've had their share of Stanley Cups, but uh, I think this needs you know this era of Penguins hockey. You know, if you look back at those Flyer series and obviously last year with the Rangers, you know if they don't, you know, and hopefully they don't do it this year. You know, in the next three to four years, if they don't lift the Stanley Cup again, you know, I think you're definitely looking at a disappointed uh, fan base and a, diff- a disappointed organization. Well, also around the league. Uh... You know, first round series, um, you know, we usually do this before the playoffs every year, you know, sort of go around and give the predictions and then the Stanley Cup prediction. So, you know, who do you like on each side, the East and the West? I'm, I'm guessing you're back in the Rangers here because there's no one else to really back as a Rangers fan. Uh, I think it's going to be Rangers Blackhawks, and that's I, th- I think is that what you said last year? Rangers Kings last year? I think you had one or the other. I, I think I had Rangers Blackhawks. And uh, you know, as for the other, as for the other first round series, you know, C- Canadian Senators, Lightning, Red Wings, Capitals, Islanders. Who do you have coming out of those? I think the Capitals beat the Islanders. I think the Capitals. Are the, I mean, I know they lost the last game of the season. You know, Rangers, but that doesn't really matter. I mean, they, they're just playing at a really high level, and the Islanders have struggled. Um, and I, I would take uh, Hopi's. You know, Hopi's really come around to be a pretty solid goalie, and I think Halak. I know he's had playoff success early in his career, you know, but he was banged up a little bit, and uh, I, I, he's played the most games he's ever played. He might be a little beat up, uh, so I think the Capitals win that series. Uh, Senators, uh, I know they're the hot team going in, and they've played really well, but the Canadians, I think, are just too good. Um, 
you know, I, I think they definitely uh, will win that series. And then uh, Lightning Red Wings. Uh, I think that's a, that's a tremendous series. Um, but I, 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 you know, I that's the kind of series where I look at the two teams on paper, and I haven't seen that like, because he was injured last year. Um, what Bishop can do in the playoffs. So I'm definitely going to go with the Red Wings in that series. Well. If you have those picks, and then I would think that, you know, I'm thinking the same thing, is that we'll have a Rangers-Canadians-Eastern Conference Finals rematch. Yeah, I mean, that would be a blast, but uh, to me, that's the one team I want to avoid. You know, and I, and I say it every year, there's just something about the Canadians in that arena. And Now, look, obviously the Rangers would have home ice advantage, um, but there's something about that team that I just don't see as a good matchup for the Rangers, and maybe it's that SOB carry price, or maybe it's just, uh, you know, those fans. But there's something about that team. I know. I think the Rangers have gotten to the point where they can beat them. But as far as a team that could give them a really, really tough run, it 100% would be a seven-game series against the uh, Canadians. All right, Monzo. Well, we'll talk uh, throughout the playoffs as we always do. I know you have another member of the Monzo family joining us on Thursday just in time for the Stanley Cup run. So uh, maybe your your latest child and, and your newborn won't uh, have to wait uh, to a couple decades for a Rangers Stanley Cup. I, uh, you know what, I hope uh, her first uh, her first experience with the playoffs is a long, extended run, and uh, I can take a picture of her after uh, the Rangers win the Stanley Cup this year. <laughs> All right, Monza, thanks again, and we'll talk soon. You got it.